0: What's up everybody? Welcome back to the show. We're uh, we're back. We're out here. Lauren, how you doing?
1: I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. I'm I'm excited it's uh it's 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 been a, a minute since we've done this. I'm uh, I'm pretty it stoked has. to to get back. I've I'm I got a lot of energy right now. I'm uh I'm pretty fired up. I'm I'm ready to 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 talk about some stuff. I'm, I'm uh, mm-hmm. it, It's uh, it's it's pretty nice to be to be back on mic. We've I've had uh, I don't know about you, but I've had a very busy last couple weeks it's it's been a little uh-huh. hectic so we uh we haven't really been doing this as regularly as uh as we have been before which I think is is kind of nice it's uh it, I think probably going forward we'll do a little bit more every once in a while rather than try to stick to a regular schedule just for my own sanity's sake <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> with the with everything that's going on but uh yeah it's it's been it's been a bit a bit crazy lately like Lauren and I just did a uh, short film together uh not too long ago which was really fun and uh I've been working on a, a lot of different projects but what do you what have you been up to uh, since uh, the last time we recorded
1: I've been up to so much it's been like a month um yeah. I've also been working on some other projects I've seen it's funny I've seen so many movies I used to have nothing to talk about now I like
0: yeah I'm gonna have to stop, pick a little few things it regularly yeah. and start <laughs> <watching> everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I've been very busy working lots. Um, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, we, uh, yeah, we, we'll, we'll get pretty much right into it because we've got a lot to, uh, to talk about. I, I, did have a couple, uh, pieces of news, uh, that we can get into before we get our, into our, what, what we've been watching. Uh, the first of which is that, uh, we did actually have another episode that we recorded, uh, before we went on our little short hiatus there that, is kind of like our lost episode and i'm afraid it might continue to be lost because as as much as i try i think that the recording we did was uh permanently corrupted i don't really know what happened but uh we had some technical issues which was unfortunate because it was our uh our Oscars uh, reaction It was a show, good
1: episode.
0: Which was fun. We got to hear all about Lauren's story uh, going to LA just for a weekend to go to, go to the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> and I talked ad nauseum about uh, Scream 6. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, if, if you want to hear more about me talking about Scream 6, you can check out my buddy Aubrey's uh, Killing Time podcast. Uh, we did a very, very deep dive, uh, uh, basically a whole episode devoted to that. So no big loss there. You can you can hear all my thoughts if you dare. Uh, over there but uh uh the one big piece I wanted to uh um let everybody know since uh since we lost that that audio where I explained it is uh that's in case you forgot uh Lauren I won the uh Oscar betting (laughs) or the uh Oscar predictions this year so I I, I did forget uh,
1: actually
0: (laughs) yeah well, not anymore. <laughs> and uh, you do owe me a movie to watch. So I have I, I have options for you. I think we'll maybe we'll, oh, we'll get God, into that at I the end of the this. episode. Okay. I've, I've, I, I decided to be be nice and not make you watch one. Uh, I'm giving you three options, but they are all horror movies, so
1: <laughs> Okay, well that would perfectly lead into what I've been watching because as you know, I did peer pressure did finally get to me. Enough people bullied me. And I did see Scream 6, as you know.
0: That, oh man, that's, that's, uh, that, <laughs> this is. Peer pressure very, works, guys. <laughs> very exciting news. I'm, I'm a little, a little upset and, and, uh, and befuddled at the fact that you watched the sixth one when you haven't seen any of the other ones, including the first one. But we'll, and I uh, will keep it that way. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we will get to that. I I just have a couple quick uh, other news Mm -hmm. items. Uh, The first of which obviously is, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you probably heard about the uh, WGA writer strike, which Mm -hmm. uh, we don't really need to get into. I think it's been very thoroughly covered, but uh, it's, uh, I just wanted to say for the record that, uh, I think I can speak for both of us. when we say that we stand with the writers. Yeah. And that we hope that this can get resolved. It doesn't really look like the, uh, other side is really playing ball and I think mm-hmm. this thing might drag on for a long time but uh, yeah it's uh, it's just unfortunate but hopefully uh, something good will come out of this and we can get a good uh, mm-hmm. a better outcome especially when looking at uh, issues uh, surrounding like AI and uh, and data yeah. privacy oh. all these things there, there's a lot of issues that have been a long time coming that, uh, needs to be worked out. So we're, uh, at least for myself, I'm very much in favor of, uh, the mm-hmm. writer's strike and the writers uh, getting their way. And, uh, yeah, totally all, all the yep. power to you. Yeah. Totally uh, the other, uh, the other quick, uh, piece of news, uh, I want to talk about was, um, this is, uh, this is for, for my side of the, uh, of the listenership, not so much Lauren, you can probably, uh, You probably zone out a little bit here, but I just saw today (laughs) a very exciting piece of news. Uh, Zach Krager, my beloved uh, director of Barbarian, one of my favorite movies from last year, just struck a deal for his new movie that he's been teasing a little bit. It's called Weapons, which they've been keeping the the plot details on that pretty much under wraps. Uh, I I was reading about this a little bit in the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, Basically, all we know is it's sort of a... Anthology style, uh, multi generational horror story is what I've read, which is uh, which is very exciting. Apparently, he's he's describing it as similar in tone to Magnolia, which has me very intrigued. And we just found out today that Pedro Pascal, the internet's favorite mm-hmm. uh, human being, is uh, has just signed on to star. So that quickly jumped up the list of uh, the things I'm uh, staying alive for. I'm very, very, very excited for that. That's uh, that that's gonna be uh, I think that's that's gonna be a a good day for me when that finally comes out. That <laughs> uh, other than that, I mean, other than that, my my only other piece of news was that there's just a lot of, like I, I think we'll we'll get into it when we talk about what we've been watching. But there is a lot of stuff coming out in theaters right now. I think it's it movies yeah. are uh, if they weren't back before, they're definitely back. I mean, we
1: mm-hmm. just looking.
0: I was just looking today at uh, some of the stuff trying trying to organize uh, going out because i've been going a lot a lot uh to the theaters either on my own or with my friends to catch movies i i just looked just for this weekend there's three movies in theaters that i desperately want to see which are uh suzume the the new uh Makoto shinkai uh anime which I, I i love his last couple movies i'm very excited about that Bo is afraid i still haven't gotten to check out the Ari Aster yeah. joint I want to watch. Really, I really want to catch that before it's out of the theaters. And uh, I think we'll talk about probably the next time we uh, we do an episode because I'm I'm very excited and hopefully going to see Blackberry on Friday, the uh, the new Matt Johnson movie, which uh, uh, looks there's a lot of reasons why I'm I'm very interested in that. And we'll we'll get into that in the next episode. But that's uh, the, there's there's just a lot going on in the theaters right now, and I'm I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just in general for the next couple months and for this summer, I think it's going to be a really good, uh, good summer for for blockbusters.
1: Mm -hmm. I think so, too.
0: Do you have anything like you're particularly super excited for this, this like either this month or or just coming up this summer?
1: Obviously, I'm very excited for the Barbie movie. I cannot wait to see (laughs) that movie like I'm. Part of me really wants to do a Barbie Oppenheimer double feature, um, mm. but that might be a lot for, for one day.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm into it. We, that we'll definitely have to do an episode uh, after that oh, weekend. Yeah, yeah. that's a, that yeah that, that's very exciting. I'm, I've been building up my energy for that, so I'm I'm, I'm getting ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, that's gonna be great. Also, I I, I have a a suspicion that the new Indiana Jones movie might be good. And I'm uh, cautiously oh, yeah. optimistic about that, just because it's James Mangold directing this time. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. we don't get another Kingdom of the Crystal Skull situation, but who knows? <laughs> but I'm, yeah, like, like I, I'm, I'm caut- cautiously optimistic about that one. Yeah, I think uh, with that we can uh, get in. Do you wanna, do you wanna start off with uh, something you've been watching?
1: Sure. Um, so, like I mentioned, I did see Scream Six. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, peer pressure works. I saw it in—I accidentally saw it in the VIP theater. Um, I went with my boyfriend, obviously. And when we got there, I didn't realize that the—I like—I was looking for the tickets. The only one I chose was the VIP. The mm-hmm. only place showing it, which are super expensive. If you didn't know,
0: yeah, um, I've never done it, and I don't uh, think I will.
1: <laughs> if I didn't have the cine club, I would. Mm. It was ridiculous. Anyways, um, yeah. It was truly horrifying. It was really scary. (laughs) Um, The only thing that really helped was in the theater. There were these girls sitting behind us, and they were shrieking out loud, which was funny. So I could like anytime something (laughs) scary happened, I could just kind of laugh because they were like losing their minds. But no, it was it was genuinely super super scary. Um, the non-scary parts, like when someone's not actively getting stabbed or whatever. I thought it was good. I thought it was a good movie. Um, I thought the acting was pretty good, especially for like... Horror movies aren't always known for their acting. I mean, sometimes they are, but <laughs> not always. Yeah. Um, and and I didn't know what to expect from the story. So I, I thought the story was good. Um, I know generally like the concept of the other movies... But, yeah, like you said, I haven't seen any of the other ones. Um, But, no, it was truly, truly scary. Um, I apparently was screaming in my sleep the whole night. And I had (laughs) nightmares. I had nightmares the whole night about Ghost Space. I'm I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. Literally the whole night. I can even tell you. One of them was that he was at my bedroom door. And I had to get me and my boyfriend out of the room. I still can, like, see it in my mind, the nightmare. And apparently I was going, no, no, ah! All night. So uh, it was so genuinely success. scary. Yeah, <laughs> it scared me.
0: Job well done.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was fun, but I will not be seeing any of the other ones.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm just, like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm just like shocked and appalled that you watched this without seeing any other screen. like I didn't how did you even like know what was going on? There's so much, there's so many like references and callbacks, even just to the fifth movie. Like it's, and I feel like the character arcs were so tied to what happens in the fifth movie. It's just I guess if you're going into it just having fun with it and not taking it well, super like, seriously, it, it it works just on a scare factor. But it, yeah. that's just well kinda, like. Wild to me.
1: I don't know the storyline necessarily of like... Well, I I know the concept, but I don't know each individual movie. I don't know the characters really. I don't know who's... I don't know the other ghost face, except I think... (laughs) The first... Maybe the first ghost face? I don't remember. And like, so I don't know that, but... It was really easy to pick up things throughout the movie. Like, the girl who is like the FBI agent or whatever... I don't know who the hell that is, but I could piece together who she was based on the fact that I know that there's five other movies, and
0: yeah, she's honestly, from the fourth like, one.
1: okay, yeah, and also because a lot of this movie is about the like sort of shrine to Ghostface. Mm-hmm. That those little pieces kind of filled me in on things I was missing too. Right. Fair enough. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's, that's just. I don't know. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> as like a as like a as like a major people know like a like a major stream fanboy, it, it like it's the less I say about this the better. <laughs> but I'm I'm glad you you at least enjoyed it. It sounds like um, sort of it was
1: it was fun to go like see it, sure, but um for the days following it was not. I was so scared getting into the car. Oh, horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I can laugh now, but I was genuinely so scared. <laughs>
0: All right. So my, my first uh, thing I've been watching is actually a movie that I just saw uh, in theaters um, this, this past weekend. Uh, it's a new movie um it, it kind of flew a bit under the radar um I just I, I wanted to I've been wanting to check this out for a while I heard about it out of uh, Sundance it's a movie called Polite society it's um it's uh, I believe a, a feature debut uh, this movie it didn't really feature anyone i uh, I recognize but it's it's a, a pretty interesting movie it's um uh, very kind of small stakes independent it almost feels like a much more smaller stakes uh even more independent version of something like everything everywhere all at once I know we Mm. we talked a lot about um like on the on our first episode talking about uh everything everywhere and how I think going forward we expected that that weirdness of that movie was going to kind of seep into a lot of other movies and kind of empower people to to make weirder kind of bolder choices with their with their movies and Mm -hmm. this one definitely feels like a reaction to to that kind of movie it's it's basically about this 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 uh this indian girl uh who lives in in uh in england i believe um she's uh she basically wants to be uh she like idolizes the stunt woman she wants to be a stunt woman and her sister is an artist who kind of dropped out of uh out of art school and they they have a really kind of sweet relationship it's very much about the relationship between these two sisters uh and the one sister uh ends up um very quickly starts to date and uh, within about a month is engaged to to this uh to this kind of this this rich uh kind of just bachelor guy and the movie kind of just shifts really quickly from this like kind of funny kind of light drama drama to almost like a heist film and where she's trying to get dirt on this guy trying to break them up trying to do all these things and it kind of it takes a lot of different tonal shifts a lot like everything everywhere where there's there's some like kind of kung fu sort of stuff there's like some bollywood influence there's heist movie there's all kinds of stuff in it uh very much felt like everything everywhere kind of the light version to me and uh, my friends I saw it with really really loved this movie. Uh, I saw uh, my buddy's girlfriend, and we went with uh, five stars on Letterbox. So she she was uh, <laughs> a, a lot higher on this thing than I was. I, I thought it was it, it's a really in, enjoyable movie. I think it's worth actually seeing in the theaters if you don't want to see uh Marvel movie number. The what, what twenty seven yeah. or whatever. <laughs> if you if you want to actually see something interesting and new, uh I think it's it's worth it's worth a watch. It's definitely I think adjust your expectations because I think my expectations were a bit too high. I think there the movie has some pacing issues to me. There was a lot of moments where I kind of felt like either that I knew exactly the like they kind of they would swerve and do something you I think the movie thought you wouldn't expect. But because it was doing all these swerves, you kind of come to figure out the rhythms of the movie and you can kind of see when they're going to take a left turn. So a lot of that kind of those comedy moments or those kind of broader ideas didn't really hit for me. And there was, there was a lot of parts where I kind of felt myself rewriting it in my head a little bit. Just like, I feel like they could have done something differently or just, just little things. I, I, I felt like I could see a better movie within the movie I was watching, but yeah, uh, mm so it's, it, it just, it didn't quite get there. I think it just with a little more work, maybe if it had kind of had, had better, a bit better pacing and a better idea of its tone, I think it could have been a really, really great movie. It didn't quite get there, but it's still a really fun watch. I think it's, it's definitely worth, like I said, checking out in the theater. Um, and, uh, yeah, some, some really cool ideas, but a lot of stuff that just didn't either just c- could have went a little further or just, it just could have had a little bit more weirdness to it. I think it could have been a little, a little bolder. But uh, overall, it's it's a quite an enjoyable movie. That's a polite society, and uh, I'd give it a, a light recommend. It's a it's a pretty fun watch.
1: The next one I saw was the Super Mario's brother, uh, Super Mario Brothers movie.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> I mean, a let, long let, name. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk because I, I did you see talking. it. You I saw, I saw this actually at the, uh, at the, the theater. There's a single screen theater right around the corner oh, uh, yeah. from my house, like literally right around the corner. And I've, mm. I've been meaning I've been wanting to go there for so long, but when I first moved in, they were only playing avatar two and mm. I'd already seen it. And then they, they just, they always play the biggest movie. So now they're playing guardians and just it it's, I finally, I wanted to see the Mario movie. So I finally had an excuse to go there. So I got to, mm-hmm. to check it out. Like literally at, one minute walk from my house, which is pretty nice.
1: Yeah. yeah. I have actually lots to say about this movie, so I'll try to keep it as concise as I can.
0: Um,
1: I went and saw this movie kind of like as a joke. This movie is similar to Cocaine Bear in that I saw it as a joke, but ended up (laughs) loving it. Um, So my friend and I just wanted to hang out and she was like, do you want to go see the Mario movie? And I was like, "Mm, sure. But It genuinely was so good. Like, I was not expecting a lot because, I'm sorry, I'm not the biggest Chris Pratt girly. Um, I don't dislike him in movies, but I was just like, he's going to be Mario. I was like, okay. Um, But no, I thought it was really good. Um, I also tend to pick problems with... um, movies that are like adaptations because every single movie that comes out is an adaptation, is a remake, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just, I'm tired of it. I'm like, ugh, like I really thought this was just going to be another one that I was like, whatever. But this was actually really so well done. It was really good. I think some of the things I liked most about it was I think they really successfully... Took like a character that we're really, really familiar with um, and expanded on it without going too far beyond what we know. Like sometimes when they make movies like this, they do things that as an audience member, I feel like that character wouldn't do that. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I felt like that was Mario, you know. (laughs) The other thing I really liked is it's an hour and a half long (laughs) <laughs> and it is so concise. I feel like I've been watching movies recently, and it takes so long to get somewhere. Like, they mull over every single thing, you know? They take their time, which I think can be really effective and really great in movies. But, like, every single movie does that. And that's why every movie is, like, three hours long. And I'm like, get to the point. This movie. I think because it's a kids' movie, they need to keep kids' like attention. It was so quick; like they had an idea, they're doing it two seconds later. Like you're not waiting for anything. So I was really happy with that. I was thrilled to just see it moving. It was flowing, and yeah, I thought it was really good. I thought it was really funny. Um, I was yeah expecting it to be like a lame kids movie kind of but no i really really enjoyed it
0: <laughs> yeah I, I was a little i was a pretty shocked to see a 4.5 out of 5 on letterboxd from, uh, <laughs> from lauren on this that was not something i uh, i would have placed a bet on but uh yeah i i, I enjoyed it i didn't i wouldn't say I, I thought it was okay like i it was a fun time in the theater i definitely don't think i'm ever gonna watch it again it's uh yeah it, it was it was very i felt i actually felt the it Funny enough, you say you liked the, how concise it was. I actually felt it was a little rushed. I kind of mm, wish it I had been see like that. 10 minutes longer. Um, but it's... I, I just... I, it felt very disposable to me in like... Not necessarily in a bad way. It was kind of just... I just it felt just very... It, like it was, it's very predictable once it gets going. Like where it started was not at all where I thought it would start. But uh, it, it, it's... Even down to like the, the post-credit scene. Like it predicted. Like it's, it, I felt it's very predictable in that way and it, it was just it was kind of fun light kind of inoffensive I enjoyed it but then I like I don't think I'll really think about this movie very very much uh afterwards I just I had a good time watching it but that's pretty much all I can say about it I think it, it had not all the comedy landed for me there was uh I actually thought uh surprisingly um because for the most part I thought the the cast was really good and I was going into it uh kind of ready to to hate chris pratt i actually completely forgot it was him once the movie started going yeah and yeah the like the more i thought about it I, i'm actually glad they did kind of what they did where they there's like a little bit of a italian affect to his voice but i feel like if you'd have, have to listen to the kind of traditional mario voice for i agree.
1: 90 minutes, that would have
0: been <laughs> that would have been so <laughs> grating I'm and nightmare. i'm really i'm actually glad they did it and i actually thought he did the a fine job it was It's it wasn't distracting yeah. which is like the best thing i can mm-hmm. i can i can say for it but uh yeah i i i had fun with it but like i yeah n- nothing more than that
1: i don't know i think i've just been into fun movies just having fun at the movies like Harry you <laughs> having
0: fun at the movie just
1: having fun it felt like a movie <laughs>
0: You're a uh I, 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 do I dare say I think your standards might be pretty low these days. <laughs> like I it was think... fun and it was ninety <laughs> minutes long, four and a half out of five.
1: <laughs> well, I just think like for a while there, the only movies we were getting were either like some fluffy crap that was like just absolutely garbage, or like a think piece. And it was like so serious and three hours long. Like hmm. sometimes it's nice to have some fun, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I got you. I've just, yeah, th- this one didn't totally work for me. It was just kind of, it was, it, it was what it was. I'm, I'm more of a Sonic the Hedgehog movie kind of guy. <laughs> you want
1: to hear something crazy? I haven't seen that movie, and I don't know why. Oh man, if
0: you like this, one, I really Sonic's, want to. It's just the like the better version of it.
1: I think I'm going to love that movie because I love this might be controversial. I love the animated character live action trope Mm. thing. Like I loved Alvin and the chipmunks when I was a kid. I loved what's that movie Um, hop or something. Oh,
0: James Marsden, also the star James, of, uh, Dude, Sonic. if
1: James Marsden yeah, is Money. next to an animated character, I'm there. <laughs> I'm watching. Like, that is perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you get a... Hey, that's a... That's what I if if I was nice. That's what I would assign you to watch. But uh, I'm not. That's not what I'm gonna do.
1: You know what else? Sorry, my dad was watching this movie the other day. There's a new Tom and Jerry movie that came out last year. I didn't hear anything about it. Oh, with Chloe,
0: it. Grace Moretz. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and it was my dad was watching it. It was actually so good. Like for what reason? <laughs> it was actually pretty decent. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. So my next pick. um, uh, it's funny. I'm just looking at my list here. I'm pretty I pretty much got. I've got four movies here that I, pretty much. Uh, at least these next three, absolutely loved. Little, little spoiler alert, but it's it's been a it's been a good time. April was a really good time for movies for me, and uh, one of those was uh, a little movie you might have heard of. And if you haven't, please seek this out because this movie deserves all the love. It's a little movie called How to Blow Up a Pipeline. You, uh, have you oh, I've heard
1: hand? of it. I haven't seen oh, it, but I want man. to. I want Woo! to.
0: Man. Lauren, let me tell you something. How to blow yeah. up a pipeline. This movie rocks. This movie okay. rocks and rolls and it fucking rules. <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically the, I I was I was reading an interview today, actually, um, that uh one of the editors at Letterboxd did with the with the director and and the uh, co-writer. Uh and they, they basically described this movie better than I ever could which is or exactly how i would if i had thought of it which is it's it's basically uh uh oceans 11 meets the kind of the structure of reservoir dogs meets eco-terrorism basically the idea of this movie it, it's uh it starts out with this this group of a bunch of basically unknown actors or, or pe- you, you might recognize one or two of them uh who meet up in texas uh and they start Making homemade explosives, and as the movie goes on, uh, well, they'll cut away in very kind of dramatic moments or very tense moments to the backstory of each character, and so as the movie goes, you get the reasons why they've all, all these people from very disparate backgrounds have come. Um, so in that way, it kind of has that sort of tarantino-y uh, kind of structure to it, and you kind of learn why all these people are are doing this and what their what their different reasons are and how they all kind of came together and uh it's basically like i said it's like a it's a heist film but for eco-terrorism it's uh they're it's it, it's all in the name They're they're blow, they're blowing up a pipeline and uh the the movie is very it's another like uh, another about 90 minutes it's very quick in and out very very well plotted well structured some some good characterizations that are done very very quickly like you they kind of get to the point that like, here, here's what these characters are here's why they're here they don't spend a lot of time on it because this movie is not about the characters it's about the act and it's about like this call to action and it's it's about what happens when the there's a system that's that doesn't allow you to make change from within and how you go outside that system to to change the system and it's a it's a really really just like perfectly executed super tense super tight movie Uh, really well shot an amazing score a super kind of propulsive uh it, it almost felt a little like a michael mann movie like uh something like thief or or heat or kind of these uh very kind of slow burning but very tense very propulsive sort of heist uh crime movies and uh it's just like like i said beautifully shot in uh out in texas i heard they actually had to uh tell all the locals, like like they had to make up a fake name when they were shooting the movie, the, and like some of the actors were afraid of, like what the repercussions might be if people found out they were mm. making this movie, and they're gonna get put on a watch list or what was gonna happen. It's, <laughs> a, it's, it's it's an awesome movie. It played super well in the theaters, I'm sure it'll play just as well, because I know it's actually out on VOD already, mm. which is in, in a sense too bad, because I think this is one that's though that it was I thought it was amazing, in the theater. Uh, to kind of be locked into that experience because um, the movie feels very claustrophobic in a, in a good way. Uh, like a lot of good kind of tense heist movies do, but I think it'll play really well at home. I would highly, highly recommend people uh, seek this out. It's, it's, it's worth uh, it's, it's worth a rental. It's worth supporting. Uh, and I'm, I'm very excited to see what the, uh, what uh, Daniel Goldhaber is, the director. I'm really excited to see what he does next. Cause this was uh this is it's a it's a pretty exceptional film i was i was really uh no pun intended i was pretty blown away by it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i actually ordered i know it's based on a on a nonfiction book more of like a manifesto as far as i understand like uh the anarchist cookbook kind of that that sort of vibe mm. uh is kind of the source material for this so they kind of made up this story around this idea of blowing up a pipeline but i actually ordered the book uh I'm waiting on that from my library, which is also just up the road from the movie theater (laughs) because I live in paradise. Uh, So I'm I'm pretty excited to get into that, but I'm just, I was thinking about this movie today. I was like, man, like I just, I just saw this like last month and I can't wait to watch it again. I'm probably going to rent it like sometime in the next couple of weeks and watch it again. It's, and it's, it's funny. It's very, it's, it's like uh, what we're talking about uh, later on the episode about movies that we want to, that we always want to kind of be like show people and uh, see what someone's reaction is. This is that kind of movie where I want to like sit my, sit my friends down and be like, yo, just check this out and just see how they react to it. Cause yeah, I I had an awesome time with this I highly, highly recommend it.
1: So the last thing I saw recently, uh, well, I saw other things, but the last one I'm going to talk about is actually a silent film Um, the Orpheum downtown is putting on this like series where the first Monday of every month, they're playing a silent film at the Orpheum. Um, and they have, um, a guy doing the music live and the sound effects. Um, so obviously, yeah. So obviously when I heard about this, I was like, I will be going to see it. And it turns out the first movie they played is a movie I've been wanting to watch for so long. But I wanted to see it in theaters because I felt like it'd be better to see live or like in a theater. Um, and it's called Safety Last. Um, if you don't know, then like just by the name, we've probably seen the like a gif of um, a guy hanging off a clock on the side of a building. And he's hanging on by like the oh. hour arm or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, Yeah.
1: so I've always wanted to see it. And that's the first one they showed. So I was so, so, so excited. Um, I ended up taking my mom to it. And it was so fun. First, I'll just say the experience of the whole thing was so fun. Um, It was decently packed. like It wasn't sold out, but it was pretty full in the theater. And they actually got... And let me find out the name of the person so I don't fuck it up. Um, They got Harold Lloyd, who is the star of the film. His grand granddaughter, yeah, his granddaughter came and presented the Mm -hmm. film, and then stayed for a talk afterwards and talked about her grandfather's life and the making of this movie and everything. So it was so so cool. And tickets were sixteen dollars. Are you kidding me? Mm Um, So it was so fun. The Orpheum in Vancouver is so beautiful. Um, And like I said, there was a guy live doing all the sounds and everything. It was so, so much fun. Um, And then the movie itself was so fun. Um, Essentially, it's about this guy who sort of leaves his girlfriend, fiance behind to go to the big city to um, find a job, right? And then he gets there and he's having a really hard time getting a job, but he doesn't want his fiance to know that. So he per- he writes her these letters saying that, "Oh, you know, I had such a big meeting the other day. Oh, I'm making so much money." Blah blah blah. Um, but he d- he like just works in a department store, and then she decides to come and surprise him um and shows up and he has to like pretend that he owns the store he works at um or he's the general manager and then you know chaos ensues and it is so good um it was so funny um yeah I, I, I've I seen short um black and white and silent films, but I've never seen a full length feature. So, you know, people say that they're boring and stuff. And I never thought that, but I was honestly a little nervous because it was an hour and a half. Um, But no, it was movies like that are just so incredible. I love old Hollywood. There's just something about movies like old movies that are just so like special and yeah, it was just—it was really fantastic. The story was fantastic. The whole experience was fantastic. The whole audience was so engaged the whole time; like people were howling, laughing. So it was so good. I bought tickets already for the next one because I already know I want to go see it.
0: Oh, that, that's that's such a cool. Uh, this that, is such a cool idea. I've never i never even heard of that. That's
1: mm-hmm. it,
0: it's such a like having the live music must must be so cool to to witness that that's that's really sick
1: yeah yeah it was really fun they're doing it i know um june and july i think they maybe they'll continue it if after that if it's successful um it's a really good way to just like use the they probably aren't busy on monday nights right so it's a good way to Mm -hmm. use the theater on like off days cheap tickets it was it was really good yeah
0: all right so my uh uh, my last pick I was I was kind of going a little uh, back and forth here because I uh, I wasn't sure what to talk about but uh, I feel like I, I'd be remiss if uh, I didn't talk about this I'm not I'm not sure if I mentioned it to you I, this was one another one that's also very uh similar to kind of the what, what we're talking about later in this episode where I, I watched this movie and texted like six different people I was like oh my god you have to watch this movie it is it's amazing it's one that came out I believe, just this year if not early or uh, not late last year uh it's this movie called R- rye lane you ever heard of this
1: oh yeah i did hear about it but i haven't seen it
0: yeah i just looked it up here yeah it's uh it's a uh, 2023 movie it's the directorial debut of uh rain Allen miller and you would not know that this was a uh <laughs> uh a directorial debut uh if you if you if you didn't know going in just watching this movie it, it, it is astounding like it, it is an incredible movie i uh the, the story here was this is a in canada here uh it's on disney plus it's a it's a hulu original mm. um which is kind of a bummer because i do wish i'd been able to see this in theaters just because it's so visually striking it's uh basically i was i had heard about this also from sun i think i mentioned this actually when i was going through some of the sundance mm. movies a couple of episodes ago um, but I was watching this, this and my uh my roommate who is in film school right now and he's he does a lot of like uh he's moving into kind of directing now, he does a lot of camera operation and uh very like visual guy. And he he like he I was probably about 40 minutes into the movie and he just comes in, he sits down, and he kinda of starts watching it with me. He's like, What is this movie? I was like, Oh, it's like it's Riley, it's this indie movie. He was like, This is amazing. I gotta watch this. And I basically went and I started the movie back from the beginning after watching the first forty minutes, and we watched watched it the whole way through, and we finished it. and He was like, "That's my favorite movie." Oh, like, really? That's, it's like it is. I, I'm so glad we replaced because it used to be The Whale, and I just could not. I could not dive with that <laughs> because I hate that movie. Uh, but <laughs> so thankfully, I changed his mind. But. Uh, uh, but yeah, it is like he he actually like he we've been telling like everybody to watch this thing. It, like he, he messaged the cinematographer and told him on Instagram, it's like, hey, like I, I love your work, and the guy responded, like it's been like a big part of our lives recently, <laughs> this this movie. It's basically uh it's got a very similar structure to uh uh we talked about I think last episode the before trilogy. Um mm, those mm-hmm. the movies with Ethan Hawk and Julie Delphi, the kind of walk and talk, kind of like a play. Uh, sort of romantic comedies. Uh, it's got a very similar structure. it's It's set in London uh, modern day. it's it's basically about this this guy who uh, just went through a really bad breakup. he he meets this girl through a friend and they just kind of walk around London and they're talking and they're talking about their relationships and developing this friendship and then this kind of relationship. And it's it's a pretty amazing movie because it's like it's probably the, my favorite movie I've seen so far this year. Uh, uh, and for me, like, I'm I'm very much on the, the writing side. I love, uh, like, I'm really into the dialogue. I think, like, the script in this movie is just amazing. And my roommate, who's, like I said, a very visual guy, is also obsessed with this movie because the script is amazing, but vi- it's also just beautiful. The colors are amazing. They use these fisheye lenses. The shots are just gorgeous. So it's it works on, like, every level. Like, the acting is, is great. The, the script is is super sharp super smart super funny uh the it's just like it's visually really amazing it's uh it's got this great tone great pacing to it it's just like a perfectly constructed movie and it's it's so much fun to watch uh everyone i've recommended it to has liked it it's it's uh it's just like it's kind of impossible not to enjoy it's like a little before sunset it's a little edgar wright it's a little when harry met sally it's just it's, it's just like a, a delightful movie i i like, I, I can't recommend it highly enough I, I think it's I think if you, if you don't like this movie you like don't have a soul or something there's there's no way you can <laughs> you can you not enjoy the thing and it's just sitting there at Disney plus like just to go watch it it's it's right there and it's it, it's just wonderful it'll uh, it, it'll it'll cheer you up it'll make you smile it's like it's it, and it's just it's so funny it's it's it, there's there's a great scene where um no, no, no spoilers here but where basically early on, the main character confronts or meets up with the um with his ex-girlfriend and her ex-girlfriend his ex-girlfriend's new partner and it, it is like I, i've I, sometimes uh my roommate and i just just throw on that scene and we'll just watch it <laughs> or i'll just come home and i'll from work and i'll just catch him watching it like it's <laughs> it, it is it, it's just it's amazing and uh yeah, like I said, I can I can't really see anyone not at least somewhat enjoying this. It's just it's just a delightful movie. That's Rye Lane. R-Y-E. Rye Lane. It's a it, it's pretty fantastic. It's probably my number one of the year so far. All right, do you wanna should we get into uh into yeah. our uh, our list Let's here? Let's get into it. Yeah, so so my my idea um that I really wanted to talk about was uh kind of inspired by uh, thinking about rye lane and how to blow up a, a pipeline a little bit where it's just, there's a lot of movies that, um, that I have kind of in like my, my like Canon of like movies that they're like, I feel like are made for me where I just like, I just love them. And i love, I love a movie. That's just like, when you start it, you have no idea where it's going to end up. Like, like, like you could never have predicted, like, like I remember watching, I remember showing my buddies everything everywhere all at once, a couple months ago who hadn't seen it and my buddy was like freaking out like 20 minutes in he's like "Well, oh, this movie's crazy man i was like you you haven't even seen five percent of how crazy this movie is <laughs> you know like you have yeah. no idea where this is going i love those kind of movies and i love being able to show mm-hmm. people and like see their reactions i'm like that annoying guy where you're like watching a movie and the person's watching you watch it instead of, <laughs> instead of watching it themselves <laughs> i love doing that and so that- that's kind of what uh what inspired this was, was this was this something that like did, did anything just pop into your head right away or did you have to really think about this one
1: no i immediately knew i did not okay. have to like i did write down a list but i i could have not written it down and i wouldn't know okay because <laughs> there are certain movies where like if i know, if i find out you haven't seen that movie mm. we're watching that movie like either i'm gonna give you the homework or i'm like if you're over at my place we're turning the movie on and we're watching it
0: yeah funny enough that's uh that's kind of where my my first one comes in which is my uh uh my roommate and uh our buddy uh sam who was um he, he actually just he was the star of the uh short film we just made together funny enough mm. you, you guys had a a, a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of screen time together which was uh, mm-hmm. really fun but uh uh for my first pick so he, he was over and we were just talking we have a lot in common movie wise he's he's into like a lot of horror stuff and he's into a lot of like like south korean film that kind of thing and we really like bonded over that and he uh mentioned a while ago when when we were hanging out at our place uh he goes uh he goes hey, yo quinn have you seen uh barbarian and i was like <laughs> have i have i <laughs> i've seen the question? hell out of some barbarian yeah you know, what kind of what kind of stupid question is that and uh we were talking about it and i was like look don't don't start talking to me about barbarian because we're gonna end up watching it and that's exactly what happened that night it was like <laughs> it was probably like 11 o'clock when you we were talking about this like it was like 11 30 we're watching the movie it finishes at like <laughs> one in the morning and it, it's th- this one i like it came out last year i've probably already seen it four times
1: Oh my God, I, no believe say,
0: I showed my mom this movie too which was quite an experience <laughs> it's i mean pe- people people probably know if they're listening as they know my thoughts on barbarian i won't get too into it but it's just it's so funny when we when we watch this with uh with uh sam and my roommate my roommate he goes or we, we we're in, we're starting the movie about 20 minutes in and, and he's like oh so i think like oh this guy is probably doing this and this is and he's trying to predict it and sam and i just look at each other and we're like you have no idea there is no way you could predict what's about to happen and it's it's just such a fun movie because every time you think you know where it's going you you just it takes such a sharp turn and but but it doesn't just veer off just to veer off it there's actually it's a very purposeful Mm -hmm. movie in the way that it's written i think it's a really sharply made sharply written movie and it's it's so much fun. It's so well written. The performances are so fun. And there, there's a great, like, there's just one of the best edits I think I've ever seen in my life is this this cut about a third way into the movie where something really crazy happens. It cuts to black. And then we cut to a completely different setting, completely different character, different scene. And you're like, what? And in the theater, I was like, what the hell am I watching? But it, you just get, I get, like, chills, like, watching it. I just get so excited because I'm like, it's just it's such a bold move for uh, Zach Craiger who I mentioned it's it was his uh his his first uh feature uh at least solo directing feature and it's just such a bold vision that he has and uh and it, it was it's just so exciting for uh uh for like it was kind of the announcement like like when Jordan peel hopped onto the scene for just a new kind of horror auteur. and I was I was it it, it was a glorious movie to watch in the theater but it's such a fun one to to watch as people freak out because it's a scary movie. It's so unpredictable. It's it's like it, it's so much fun to to watch in a group. And it was almost one that I wanted to assign you, but I'm not that cruel. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it, though. I did think about it. You might like it. Who knows? Since you, like I've heard sex, it's like, really
1: good. I've heard it's really good.
0: It's so fun. It's so fun. But it is quite scary. It's it yeah. it's legitimately scary.
1: I'm scared of like. I'm not scared. I've probably said this. I'm not scared of goblins. I'm not scared of ghouls. I'm scared of real people committing real crimes. Mm. That's what's scary.
0: Yeah. Well, this one is, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe give it a pass. Except don't watch it because it's so good.
1: (laughs) I saw The Conjuring and I wasn't scared.
0: Uh, okay okay maybe yeah i'm not scared of
1: like a ghost or a a goblin i think
0: to say based on on that whether or not you'd like it would be a spoiler so i'm not gonna say
1: okay whether
0: or not uh, you could handle it or not but uh yeah it's a it's a fun one i I would love to i would love to be in the room while you were watching this you would not i would be screaming out loud oh Oh but I would. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, that's barbarian. I think I think everybody probably saw that going, but that's uh, yeah. that's my pick. What 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 do you got for your first pick?
1: Uh my first pick is Mean Girls. Mm. If I find out someone yeah. who hasn't seen it, I want to watch it with them. Like like you were saying about this topic, that's a movie like I want to see your reaction to. And there is a good chance I will be talking throughout this movie, talking about important scenes talking about important characters important actors um especially like a lot of guys have not seen this movie unless they have like a sister so if if i know a guy who hasn't that- seen it i feel That's like true. i, I was need to say-
0: well, I, I was going to say, is that, is that true? But I guess that, but I also have a sister. So that, that, yeah. that actually, that's a good observation.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I meet people and they're like, you haven't seen me, girls. I'm like, you're insane. Now I have to, like, give you the key points. And it's just like, at this point, it's a classic, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. So I, I always like to see people's reactions to it. I actually. Not to constantly be bringing up my boyfriend, but <laughs> I made him watch it when we first started dating, and I was like, uh, you,
0: "You guys are just forcing God. each other. This is a very healthy or uh, You just force each other to watch things <laughs> that you don't want to watch."
1: <laughs> and I was like constantly looking over to see like if he was getting the jokes, and then there's like a really racist joke near. Th- I mean, yeah. there's racist jokes throughout, but there's really one really bad one near the end, and he was like. Oh, my God. And I honestly, like, I've seen the movie so many times that, like, I think my brain blocked out how bad it was. And I was like, you're so right. This is so horrible. And so it almost, like, watching it with someone else almost makes the movie a bit more fresh because you're sort of seeing it through their fresh eyes. Right. Yeah. Do-, do you
0: remember what the joke was?
1: It's when um the two Asian girls um are fighting over the coach and they say the n-word
0: oh jesus they really? say it
1: in i don't know i don't know what i probably mandarin i don't know they say it in a different language but yeah they say that and i i guess because it's in a different language they don't actually say the n-word but the translation on the, yeah, it's subtitled. And (laughs) I guess like I, because I wasn't hearing it, I forgot that was in it, but he was like, Oh Oh, my uh... God. I was like, you're so right. This movie is so bad, but (laughs) I still love the movie. (laughs) All
0: right. So for, for my, uh, my next pick, this is not only a movie that I, that I love showing other people. It's also one of my all time favorite movies. And uh a movie that came out in twenty nineteen and I've probably seen fifteen, maybe twenty times. And which is like insane to me. Probably close to fifteen. Twenty might be a little excessive. But uh I'm wondering if you can guess what this is, just out of curiosity.
1: Um has it been playing in your house when I've come over?
0: I don't. Shh. No, I don't believe so. I do. Oh. Uh, I do make a habit of that. That might be a good topic. Movies you just throw on in the background on silent because I do that all the time when I have people over.
1: Oh, I don't know. What
0: movie? It's a uh, a little movie, uh, a little uh, best picture winner from 2019 called uh, "Parasite."
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah. I did like, see. To me, that's a scary movie. That's a horror movie to me. <laughs> it was scary
0: it's uh th- this is like I- i'm i love like i said i'm i'm a big south korean kind of film fan i'm not not i haven't gone too 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 deep in it but i basically love any south korean movie i watch and i i seek them out quite often and uh so i was pr- i was pretty familiar with uh with the director bong Ho before this movie came out but this was one um, I think a lot of that was after I saw Parasite. I, I kind of went back, actually, now that I think about it and sort of dug deep. But I, I do remember I had a friend in Montreal uh, where I was living with, at the time when it came out uh, who had very similar tastes to me. And so a lot of times I would be like, oh, just check out this movie. Like, don't, wa- don't watch a trailer. Don't read about it. Just watch it blind, which I think a lot usually is. I, I try to do that a lot. I try to avoid trailers if I can't, if I know I want to see something. Um, and... And he would kind of do the same to me. And, and he mentioned, he told me Parasite. He's like, trust me, just go check it out in the theater. It was right when it came out. He's like, just watch it. Don't look up anything. Go into it totally blind. And I did I, I just, I went to the theater and I was the only non-Asian person <laughs> in the theater. <laughs> Which I know because they, they were cleaning out the theaters. There was like a line outside or we were waiting. I was like, wow, I'm the only white person here that is... Uh, that I, I know I'm in for a treat. <laughs> that's, that's a good sign. And, uh, it was, uh, it was such a amazing, uh, I assume you've seen this, right? Oh yeah. You seen yes, it. I've you seen, Yeah. You've seen yeah,
1: yeah. It. I saw it.
0: Did, did you know anything about it going in?
1: No, absolutely nothing.
0: Yeah. Cause I think that that's such a great way to see, cause there's just, there's so many great little twists and turns mm-hmm. and, uh, I just love, like, it's almost, I remember watching it on, on Netflix a while ago and, and I looked when it was a bit, a bit of a spoiler. I think we're going to kind of talk about all these movies uh, just so people know in their entirety. Uh, but, uh, the scene when, uh, she finds the, the sort of corridor that goes down into the basement and it's just, you just like look into the black and she starts going down the stairs. Mm-hmm. I, I remember, I, remember looking, I paused on the Netflix and if I remember correctly it's almost exactly halfway through the movie which is just like like man like Bong Joon-ho is just a master like he, he knows what he's doing and mm-hmm. and seeing that in the theater I was just like what the fuck is going on right now like where is this going it's such a wild tonal yeah. shift and the movie the movie has such a great like I think a lot of South Korean films are just excel at this for whatever reason it's just these crazy tonal shifts that don't feel out of place and the movies can feel like so many different things, and and Parasite's a perfect example of that. It has some some really great humor, some really dark moments, some some really in, very tense scenes, and it's just it's so perfectly plotted. Like you know you're in the in like the hands of an expert when you watch watch a movie like this, and all the performances are so great. Like Song Kang Ho is so good, and it's it's just it's such a it, it's so fun just for all the reveals and all the great. Uh, I'll just there's just so many great scenes that just pop into my head, and I think about this movie, and I love seeing the reactions of people. And it's another one, like actually a lot of parallels with Barbarian, funny enough, uh, especially with the the sort of underground uh, like people living under your house when you don't know it. <laughs> there's, uh, there's some uh, there's some uh, some really interesting uh, parallels there, but it's it's a very um, it, it's just it's a really fun one to. To watch people who don't know go through kind of the same experience i went through of, of slowly uncovering what's going on and and then uh it, it's just it's such a great one to to watch with with a crowd or with with a friend or watch with people it's it's just a, a unreal movie it's uh, definitely deserved that was i was so excited when that one best picture it was like
1: mm-hmm. so
0: deserved especially over 1917 come on what are, what are we doing here <laughs> 1917 give me a break that's uh, a <laughs> hey, yeah. that's that's a whole other that's a whole other podcast, but uh, but yeah, Parasite. I've, i have now that I'm talking about it, I've, I want to watch it. Like after this, I might, I might, I might, uh, I I might dive it into is it. Scary.
1: <laughs> okay, um, my next one is I've talked about this movie before, The Devil Wears Prada. Uh um, this is probably my most watched movie in fact i can almost guarantee it's my most watched movie um i love to have people watch this i love watching this with people i think partially because um especially with my friends who aren't in like the arts or the film industry like i am i like to watch it and then have like a discussion afterwards about why i think Anne Hathaway's character is, like, wrong. Um, And I feel like it's a really good way to express the way I feel about my career and stuff, which sounds, like, so weird. But um, one of the most crucial moments in the film, and I reference this to my friends all the time, and this is why I need them to watch it so that they know what I'm talking about, um, is when Anne Hathaway is, she's tired of it. And she's talking to Nigel. And he says, um, a million girls would die to work where you are. W- w- would, no. <laughs> Go back. Cut that out. <laughs> a million <laughs> girls would die to work where you deign to work. Mm. And I agree. I Everything about this movie is how I feel about... And I mean, we don't need to get into how I, like, the whole topic, I could talk forever about how I feel. But I think, like, you know, it's not easy. The arts and, and these creative industries, they're not easy. And I think that's okay. I think that it's okay that it's very hard to break into. I think it's okay that it's... You have to work a lot, and you have to give a lot of yourself to the career. Um, and yeah, I think it if
0: you're,
1: be hard. what? I think
0: it, sh- it should be hard.
1: <laughs> yeah, it should be hard. I think it should be hard. And I think sometimes if you're in like if you're not in something like that, it's hard to get you know why people work such crazy hours or why they work so hard on it or why they take Mm -hmm. no's for so long and how they can stand hearing no's forever. And I just like this movie to me is such a good representation of how I feel about it. And so I think when I make people watch it, it's like, I I want them to get a better understanding of like what I mean when I say those things. Um, Some people don't get it because they take, Either Anne Hathaway's side or the boyfriend's side. If you like the boyfriend in this movie, you are insane. I was just talking to someone recently yeah, yeah, yeah. who came up to me and was like, "Do you think that the boyfriend was justified in Devil Wears Prada?" I said, "No, you're fucking crazy for saying that to me. You're insane if you think that." But, <laughs> but I just think like I resonate so much with this movie. So that's why I like people to watch it is as it's just so like um, such an articulate way of explaining it.
0: Mm. I, I like mm. the idea of like, the, so far, mine have been like, I, I like going through these really intense experiences of watching these movies. <laughs> yeah. And, th- and this one is like, like you're like showing someone something and then being confrontational about it <laughs> And it's then I'm going to fight so you about it
1: after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, think that might be a theme throughout. I'm looking at some of my movies. That might be a theme of like some of the movies is that I'm sort of trying to explain something to someone else. And the best way I can do it is through other films which is interesting that you point that out
0: yeah well i'm a a very astute and smart and clever (laughs) and handsome guy so Uh, yeah (laughs) so for uh for my next one continuing on the the trend of movies that are just a wild ride that's kind of the thesis statement of of mine it's just things that are so crazy i want people to i want to re-experience them through someone else's eyes it's like like do you ever have that that you ever have that thought of like i wish i could erase this from my brain so I could watch it again for the first time. Yes. Like that's, that's kind of what I'm, what my, this, this kind of, <laughs> this, this idea, this, this whole list is for me. And uh, this movie is like the perfect example of it. It was actually one that I thought of um, is originally my idea for this episode was uh, specifically for documentaries. This is the only documentary on my list, but just like those Ooh, kind of two like stranger than fiction sort of uh like documentaries that you just you wouldn't believe if someone wrote it you'd be like this is way too far-fetched and this is actually it's funny I actually wrote my my old uh music and arts blog actually wrote an article about exactly that about documentaries uh that are like strange than fiction and this was uh this was one of them it's a a movie have you ever heard of this documentary called tickled no oh man this 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 is actually last time I checked it's quite hard to find uh i was trying to watch it uh, I, it's, it's been it's probably about a, y- about a year or two ago and I was, I was trying to show uh one of my friends this movie and you couldn't even rent it uh but when, if you've seen the movie if you're able to find it you'll probably understand why ba- basically the idea is it's this this guy david farrier who's a, a journalist from new zealand and he he basically makes um sort of like those fluff pieces that you'll see at the end of the news where it'll be like, oh, here's a here's a dog that, that can skateboard or <laughs> those kind of uh, just like silly little kind of cappers to put you in a good mood at the end of the nightly news. That's kind of his job. And he's looking for, for things to report on. And he finds on uh, something like YouTube or Vimeo or something, he finds uh, uh, a video of competitive tickling. This is like the first like two minutes of this documentary. And it's basically like these guys are like tickling each other. They're trying not to laugh. It's like, is like the thing. And he's like, Oh, this is super weird and funny. Like I should try and talk this on the show. And he, he tracks down whoever owns the video and he shoots them a message. He's like, Hey, can I, can I talk to you? Can I learn more? And, uh, and it's, it's important to note that this, uh, the director of the film and this, this guy who's, who's looking into this is gay. Because he gets a message back from them, uh, calling him a very homophobic slur, mm. and he's like, "It's odd." He, this is like what he says in the movie. He says, "Odd because it seemed the the video seems very gay to me," mm. <laughs> and so he kind of it kind of piques his interest, and he's like, "So what's what's going on here?" And he researches, and that's all I want to say. Because you have no idea where this movie goes this, this, it's a documentary it's all true but it's it goes so far down the rabbit hole it gets so wild it gets really dark it's Ooh.
1: really intense
0: and it is what it is probably my all-time favorite documentary
1: what and was it called again i can
0: it's called tickled. tickled and i yeah it's it's quite hard I, last time i checked at it was hard to track down but if you can find this this is it's it is an amazing movie i got to catch this at its uh, vancouver premiere uh at the uh at the rio theater uh, i think back around 2015 2016 when it first came out uh, if i remember correctly and uh there was actually it's if you watch the movie you can also watch there's a uh i won't say the name it's a bit of a spoiler but uh there's a follow up that you can find on youtube that actually takes place at the same theater where uh uh it's like just a little short documentary short but it takes place at the theater where i saw the movie when they did another screening Mm. uh and it's 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 a amazing story like i said it's super dark it's you could never in a million years predict where this movie goes and it's it's a really it's it's a a a really well-made documentary really well directed and just just intense like like I said, it's it's like if you if you wrote this as a feature, like people would be like, "That's way too far fetched. That would never happen. That's ridiculous." It's hmm. it's an unbelievable. Like I said, it's like my favorite documentary I think I've ever seen in my life. It's it's just wild. And I, I don't believe David Ferrier. I know he had a Netflix show for a while, but he hasn't done a whole lot since. But it, it's it's a pretty incredible achievement. I hope it it's a uh, it's a bit easier to find now because it's it's a uh, it's it's a really just. Really impressive movie, and I, I wish more people knew about it because it's uh, it's pretty fascinating. Oh, you know what? Actually, I just looked it up. It's actually available on Tubi, so you can watch this uh, oh. for free right now uh, with ads. Uh, at least here in Canada. So, uh, yeah, I would I would definitely, definitely, definitely recommend uh, checking this thing out. It's if if you want just to kind of have your mind blown, <laughs> this is uh, the, the, there's pretty much no better movie than this, and especially have the fact your that brain it's tickled. Real documentary it's oh yeah it'll uh, it, it'll tickle a little something for sure it's <laughs> it's it, it, it's yeah it, it's it's hard for me to even like express what this movie is because you, you kind of just have to see it to believe it but that's tickled from david farrier streaming on mm. tubi which uh tubi you, you gotta love it a lot of a lot of good uh found footage horror movies on there i'm all about some tubi i love those guys i
1: literally just downloaded tubi now you've um Inspired me.
0: Tubi, they got some good stuff. Yeah. I, I I just looked it up on the Just Watch to see what it was on. It was. I'm very excited. It's on Tubi. I might give that a rewatch. I might rewatch all these movies now that I'm talking about. I'm getting excited.
1: Mm-hmm. I know, all these movies I could watch a billion times. Um, my next one, I've got a couple. I'm kind of humming oh. in on about the next one is La La Land which you know I've mm-hmm. talked extensively about and I haven't Yeah,
0: I think I heard that you that you kind of you like you were like kind of into this one.
1: Yeah, Maybe kind of, bit. you know, it's just yeah. it's just a movie. <laughs> um, no, uh, I actually haven't shown it to too many people, but like I mentioned when we talked about it, I think I saw it like three or four times when it was originally released and then I saw it once a couple years ago when they were showing it at a theater. And part of the reason I went so many times is because I kept, like, forcing my friends to come see the movie with me. I was like, you have to see this movie. Um, and, like, when I... And then when I saw it when it was just um, a few years ago, I took my friend because I was like, you haven't seen this movie? Are you insane? You have to see this. Um, and, yeah, obviously, I mean, I don't have to go into too much about why I love this movie. That's We have a whole podcast about that, basically. But... Um, <laughs> Similar to Devil Wears Prada, I, I like to show it to my friends who aren't in film because I feel so connected to this movie. And I, I again, it's just, I feel like it's such a good representation about like, what I think the difference is with this between Devil Wears Prada is this one just so encapsulates how I feel about watching movies and why I want to be a part of it more than like necessarily the industry. Um, I feel like this movie just makes me feel like how I feel about film and the arts and everything and I, I really hope it gives other people that same feeling. That's why I want people to see it.
0: <laughs> yeah it's it, uh, what because you, you told me I think on the first episode you you've never seen this not in the theater, right?
1: Yeah, I've never seen it not in a the theater.
0: You like you have like a very like specific like sanctity with this movie. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I I love I love Lalo La and I I'm not I'm not as precious about it like that like I've I've seen it uh, I've weird. seen it at home a couple times. It does I'll tell you it, it plays really well at home too.
1: Does it? Uh, Maybe one of these days.
0: For a for a while it was it was one of those movies where sometimes if I was just if I'm just doing something like I'm just. That this is probably going to offend you, but if I, if I was like washing dishes or something or folding laundry, I'll just throw on like La La Land for twenty minutes. Really, just watch a little that bit. That doesn't of it. offend and it's, me. it's actually. a good one for that. Yeah, it's it's a uh, yeah, it's, it's just a, g- a great movie. It's a uh, like uncomplicatedly great. Like I, I kind of I, I used to think I, like you know I'm not really a musical guy, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and I I always wondered like with with this where it feels to me almost like a or like when I first saw it, I was like, that's good. But I wonder if I only like it because I'm not really into musicals. And it kind of felt like a sort of a starter pack musical movie mm. to me. But then I talked to like, I talked to you and I talked to like my friend Alex, who's a lot more into theater and musicals and some other people. And they're like, no, La La Land is amazing. So, so <laughs> I think that was, that was just kind of a, just coming, but it's funny. Cause like, like you can be like a diehard musical, musical theater person or someone like me who like could not care less. And, and, we'd like love it equally, you know? So it's, yeah. that just shows you the well, power of that movie.
1: I think part of it is it, uh, some of the songs are quite, you know, musical theater-esque, but not all of them. A lot of them are almost soundtracky, if that makes sense. Like, there's a difference between like, a beautiful soundtrack on a movie, and like, Hairspray. And I feel mm. like they aren't super, like, Hairspray, where it's like crazy, and there's a ton of dialogue within all the songs, and you know, everyone's like so hyper in all the songs and everything. It's very like the songs, um, are I don't know, they're we're just like songs, I don't know, you know what I mean <laughs> by that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I know what you mean. <laughs>
1: Just songs. It's like a movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the thing I love about it is it feels like a movie.
1: I it feels like a movie.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, I that's one of my favorite things anyone's ever said. I love saying
0: that. <laughs> He's so if, right. if anyone doesn't know, that's that's uh that was Harry Styles on Don't Worry Darling, I believe.
1: Yep. Yeah, I think when they were at Venice he said that.
0: Right. Some uh... of them. Notably probably not Florence Pugh
1: that was such a good time when all that was happening.
0: Did you? Did you ever watch? Don't worry, darling.
1: I did. I saw it in theaters. Do we not talk about yeah. that movie?
0: <sighs> I don't think so. What? Qu- quickly. What do you? What were your thoughts?
1: Another sl- slightly scary movie for me. Um, I did not like it. I'm sorry. I I didn't not like it for most of the movie. Like it was whatever. The twist at the end. Oh my god. I, out loud I said what the fuck in the theater and then people were giggling about how stupid it was like people it, could it, not oh it, it was bad.
0: Mm, sorry it, it makes me it just makes me mad it's so oh that movie I it's definitely so bad. did not like it it's it is cause like just oh man the, it makes me so angry the, <laughs> it's
1: bad the, the
0: twist the twist doesn't justify any of the things that happened beforehand it's so lazy it's so it's lazily so written.
1: Like, you know it how they say oh, you, they say like you can't just make a movie that's like or you can't write something and it's like and then they woke up and it was all a dream that's how it feels yeah. <laughs> like it Instead feels like reason, like nightmare. what the fuck? Oh I know. it's yeah. the ending is horrific. And like not I'm not to spoil anything. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but like the way that it looks and the way the characters look completely <laughs> takes me out of the movie like I literally was like this is a, like this is like I'm watching a movie, not like mm. I'm transported to another world. I'm watching a movie and it's not a good one. you know.
0: Yeah, it certainly is not. Oh, that that is so not a movie that I want to uh, <laughs> to show people. No.
1: Maybe cuz it's so bad I want them to see it. <laughs>
0: oh no, I would not. I would not subject anyone to that. There's too many good movies out there to be wasting your so time true. watching bad movies for fun. That's my <laughs> take on that. I never understood the uh, I mean every once in a while I'll, I'll watch like a bad movie to make fun of it, but I and life's too short there's too many good movies and TV shows for that.
1: I'm so bad well, at some. that. I love watching a bad movie. <laughs>
0: all right so for for my uh for my my last pick is a bit of a cheat because it's actually two movies uh and the reason i put these two together is because a while ago my roommate had some of his his buddies over um uh, and we uh they were kind of they were just going to watch a movie and i just kind of rolled up and was like hey i'll watch a movie with you guys and they were being very indecisive and could not figure it out they they knew they wanted to watch a horror movie but didn't know what and I was like, all oh, right, boys, let, let me, let me, tell you a little let, <laughs> let, me uh, let me tell you a little something, something about horror movies. And, uh, ended up recommending, uh, this movie called, uh, Harpoon from, uh, 2019. And we, we, we watched that and then, uh, really enjoyed it. And afterwards I, I was telling them "I was like, oh man, that, that, that movie actually really, re- uh, I forgot. It. it really reminds me of this one I watched, uh, called Postal, which is one I heard about on, uh through a podcast I really like called the film vault uh they they mentioned that movie and I kind of started telling them about it and like and then one of the guys just turned it on so we ended up doing a double feature in these movies and it is really wild just how like they're about completely different things but how many parallels there are even to like there's like significant not, not too much of a spoiler, but there's very significant hand trauma in both these movies. Oh. They're, they both vacillate wildly between comedy and horror and pretty intense violence and the kind of like slapstick humor. Even like the names there's a very specific name that's very, very important in both movies in very similar ways. It was, it was really wild just afterwards. We were like, that's such a weird coincidence. These movies have so many parallels. Uh, and that, that was kind of why I, I put them together. So this movie, Harpoon, which I, I showed the guys, is from 2019. It's from uh, Rob Grant uh, and didn't star anyone I, I really know. It's basically uh, a three-piece. It's these three actors, except uh, Brett Gelman is the is the narrator for some of it, who you might know from uh, Stranger Things. Um, he's kind of the, the older, bald, kind of bald guy with the long hair, the lo- long hair at the back, bald on top. Uh, and he's in fleabag he's in he's in tons of stuff he's a he's an awesome character actor but uh uh, basically this movie is it's about this um these three friends who go out on a yacht and the one character uh beats up his best friend for reasons you find out later in the movie and as he sort of has comes from a rich background the other character doesn't and he his dad has a yacht so they go out and he's like okay i'll big uh, up i'll like say sorry by taking you guys out of my yacht and they go out and basically they get stranded out in the middle of nowhere on this yacht and it just becomes like very much like like a play it's just these three characters and there's lots of tension between them and a lot of uh a lot of kind of secrets and unresolved issues and a lot of history and it all comes to a Forefront uh while they're they're stuck and starving and dying on this yacht basically it's it's a it's a um, it's a wild movie. It's not one that I think you would enjoy. There's some really intense violence in it, and uh, it's just not it is not a Lauren movie. But it is <laughs> if if you're kind of on my wavelength, like if if you think if some of the things I've recommended, you you think you'd like like Barbarian, for example, you would love this movie. It's it's yeah, it's, it's got a very very specific vibe, but if you're on its wavelength, there's like nothing better in this movie. It's it's so much fun. Uh, really, really smart script, uh, really fun performances. Like I said, it vacillates really wildly between comedy and horror and has a great, really, uh, really, really fun ending. Like It's, it's just a, a really, really good time. And it's like an hour and 20 minutes. It's super short, uh, just breezes by, super, super easy watch. Uh, and then the other movie is um, a movie called Postal, which is, it, it's very similar. It's got a very... Uh, kind of comedic tone, but it gets not quite as violent as Harpoon. This is probably one that you could handle. (laughs) No problem. Uh, But it's, uh, it's, it's basically about a guy who didn't receive a package that he's supposed to receive. And he's calling the customer service and trying to get this package to his house. And it just, the story just spirals out of control like crazy. And both these movies just end up in places you would never expect when you start. Uh, the super super fun watches, uh, really just like, just entertaining, quick kind of they'll just breeze by, and and just it's a really really good double feature if you got a evening to kill. I would definitely recommend. I know both these are streaming. I um, think what Harpoon I think is on Amazon and Postal's on Tubi. Uh, just really uh, really enjoyable movies. That that's har- there's a couple of each actually with the same name. Harpoon is from. 2019 and Postal is the 2017 version. I know there's a bunch of movies called Postal, but uh, they're they're both just such such fun movies that are are really best served with like a bunch of buddies and and uh, a couple beers. I would say <laughs> have a, an all American kind of night and watch some Harpoon and Postal that uh, that that sounds like a plan to me.
1: Um, my last one is a seasonal movie. It is a Christmas story. Um, mm. This, if you know me, I love Christmas. I live for Christmas. Christmas is my favorite time of year. Um, all I want to do is watch Christmas movies. Um, and my family has... We have very strong Christmas Eve traditions. One of which is watching Christmas story right before bed on Christmas Eve. Um But I love to watch Christmas Story with people just because, again, it's a really important movie to me. And I think it's so funny. And it's similar to me in the way that uh, similar to La La Land in the way that it, it invokes a certain emotion that I love. And I think I want other people to experience that and like see what I see in it um and just about why I love Christmas and yeah I think it's it's so fun um it like makes me cry every year which doesn't make sense because there's not like if you know the movie it's not like a sad movie by any means I'm just very sentimental <laughs> and and yeah I think I I just I love that movie um it's, it's really famous, so, like, if you haven't seen it, it's about um, this family, um, and they have... What What year does it take place, actually? It's, like, the 50s? It's um, a family in the 1950s... a uh, 1940s, sorry. It's the 1940s. Um, it's about this family. There's two young kids. Um, it's Christmas time, and... I don't know. It just kind of their lives at this time of year. Um, I think it also speaks to the time a bit about, you know, the family is pretty poor. Um, and yeah, I, I really, really love this movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, last year, my brother tried to not watch this movie. And I literally, me and my brother don't get in genuine fights. We got in a genuine fight. I was like, I'm actually going to beat the shit out of you. If we don't watch this movie, like you don't even, you don't even understand. I will kill you over this. Um, (laughs) So it's a very special movie to me. I think it's really, it's a really sweet movie. Um, It's narrated. So it it follows Ralphie, um, the oldest of the two boys, but the narration is done by an adult. And I think that's so charming. It's so charming. It really invokes the emotion of being someone that age at Christmas, even though it's an adult telling you. It it still is just so, like, ugh, warm and fuzzy. And it's based on a book. Um, and it is quite... I don't know. You can sort of tell that. At least I can, I feel. And yeah it's just such a special movie to me i love it so much it's christmas
0: can i uh, admit something to you
1: yes yes you can
0: <laughs> just, is that i've never seen this movie
1: <gasps> i've probably seen this movie like 22 times because i'm 22. Not
0: for the both of us <laughs> yeah i've actually i've always wanted to if this- for some reason, I just never. I don't know. It's just we. I, I'm the same way, my, my family. Is very specific. Like when we over Christmas, like when we uh, when we decorate our tree, we watch White Christmas usually, mm-hmm. uh, or not usually every year. But always, yeah, always. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we always watch Elf, and uh, it's like that <gasps> Elf, yes, and the uh, and, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, or oh,
1: Charlie Brown, shut up, Charlie Brown Christmas is so good.
0: Yeah, this one just uh. never. I don't know. I just I just never got around to it.
1: Th- this maybe, year?
0: Uh, maybe I'll, I'll not, be the one that not you have really to show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, yeah, this Christmas. Yeah. Th- this Christmas being like eight months from now.
1: <laughs> it's... Hey, what month is it? Six? Seven months.
0: Seven months. So close. I Almost love there. Christmas,
1: dude. I think about Christmas from December till probably like <laughs> February. And then I, t- then I take my summer. Take my summer break. And then... Probably, I'm not even... I wish I was kidding when I told you this. Probably, like, July, <laughs> I start thinking about Christmas. Like, I'm just starting to prepare mentally. Sometimes I listen to Christmas music in July. Because, I don't know, it's fun.
0: Oh, okay. I
1: love Christmas. And um we have some babies in my family. We, a baby was just born, and a baby is due in September. In a manger? This Christmas... <laughs> Dude, I will be feral. I will be losing my mind. I'm so excited.
0: Uh, there's, there's a quote for you. Uh, this Christmas, I will be feral.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Those kids are getting wow. the best presents they will ever receive. Because everybody in my family is like 30. So like, they're mm. they're kind of annoying. So uh, some babies will be good.
0: Wow, well, that's uh, I was not where I expected this to go, but that's 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 a fascinating Insight. psychological profile. Of uh, is, is there uh, I was wondering before we close out here, was was there anything like like of those movies you mentioned, if there's like one that you you could really recommend to people, or maybe the one that you think most people haven't seen, what what would you recommend people take oh. away from that? Uh,
1: I don't know. Yeah. I feel like a lot of those are pretty like big movies like Mean Girls, Devil always Prada, a lot of people have seen them. Um mm-hmm. honestly, if you haven't seen Christmas Story, watch Christmas Story. You can wait till Christmas, it's okay. You can wait 7 months and watch it. It I recommend that movie through and through.
0: Yeah, I I definitely say on my end if like if uh if if you're if you're interested, I would, like if, if I kind of, if I tickled your imagination a little bit, I would definitely recommend checking out Tickled. That movie is something else. <laughs> I was
1: like, where are it's you really, going with that? It's,
0: uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's really something else. Uh, it, yeah. Or uh, or Harpoon. Harpoon. Like out of the two, Harpoon and Postal, both really good movies. But if you think, uh, if, if you're into some kind of really, really, really dark comedy, Harpoon is, is a really, really good time. Mm-hmm. To, yeah check out uh, christmas story check out tickled check out harpoon and check out how to blow up a fucking pipeline you guys and riley that's a lot of good movies for you right there mm-hmm.
1: we got some we've been movies. away
0: for a while but we're back and we got some good movies
1: uh, yeah and there's good movies to come I'm, I'm excited for the summer too i think there's good movies coming. yeah
0: out. i'm I'm very excited. I'm hoping later this week uh, I can check out. Well, like I said, check out Blackberry, which I'm excited about. I really want to see Bo is Afraid. Hopefully, uh, Mm -hmm. this weekend. So a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of fun stuff going. But before we go, uh, sorry, are you ready for um uh for uh, your assignment? I am. I am.
1: I'm excited.
0: (laughs) Should say that if you go back and listen to the uh, the first episode. uh, Lauren and I had a lot of the same picks, so I actually only beat her by two. <laughs> so it was it was pretty close as far as the Oscar picks, but uh, two very crucial good calls by me <laughs> led to victory. So your your choices, I basically went through the history of horror canon
1: oh, and picked uh, out
0: three movies that I think are shit. are that you you I actually think you might. Uh, okay, I'm gonna change these actually because I'm gonna do what you think I think you might like. <laughs> um going going backwards from the most rec- from the most recent to the oldest, uh your first choice is uh get out.
1: I which is, uh, I've thought I about really seeing want. it. My mom says really it's not scary, but she's a thoughts. crazy person. <laughs>
0: uh I was gonna give you um I wanted to give you like a newer one, an eighties one and a seventies one. I was gonna give you the thing, but that movie is super gruesome. And Ooh. uh not sure if that survives i was i was gonna say the original halloween
1: i don't think i can uh, watch halloween is too similar to scream for me where i think i would be too scared
0: but i think the one i was actually thinking would probably be best is the oldest one here which is rosemary's baby which is kind of the oh. one of the original horror movies and very mm. very 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 influential and not really that scary now <laughs> just because it's so old from i think like Six sixty eight or something. Uh, but it's a. I watched it recently. For uh, oh, it's a, for it's a col-
1: it's the sixties. Oh,
0: and it's uh, a it's a great movie. It's really really great with a uh, oh, Mia Farrow. It's it. it I think that might be the one. That's a that's a. That hell looks of
1: scary. What this looks really scary.
0: <laughs> it's not that scary. It was scary in
1: sixty eight. I bet. Yeah. Oh, this looks so scary.
0: I that that one I actually I legitimately think you would like.
1: It's an old movie, which I like. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think
0: for for the pod, the most fun one would probably be would probably be Get Out. So I would love to hear your thoughts. But really, I'm giving
1: you, Get I'm giving Out doesn't option. seem that scary to me. Is it really scary?
0: It's uh, it's, it's pretty scary. Yeah, <laughs> it's not super super scary. I think it's scarier than Rosemary's Baby.
1: You think? Well, Rosemary's yeah, baby, good. Just I'm just going to assume it's got paranormal situations, correct? I won't say. You know what? <laughs> I hope she's not pregnant in this movie because I have such a fear of like <sighs> a demon
0: <laughs> baby. And like,
1: yeah. have I ever told you that when I was a baby i used to um where are
0: you going with this
1: i used to uh <laughs> like go like and allegedly <laughs> according to my daycare lady i used to say red rum red rum red rum red rum whatever the hell it's called murder red rum red rum wait have
0: you seen the shining
1: i haven't
0: okay we're at now where did i see. learn
1: that as a baby I don't know. If I, I used to I literally, cool, s- I used to scare people allegedly as a child. They thought American. I was possessed. I also, okay. <laughs> take this. With, I was a baby, right? Um, When nine 11 happened, I was one years old, right? One year old. And uh, allegedly I was sitting in the back of our minivan and my parents were listening to the news and George Bush, I guess was the president was talking about, we won't let terrorism win. And then in the backseat, I start going, hee 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 hee. After he said that. And my parents were like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and they never shut up about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently That's I was a scary. scary baby. So maybe this yeah. is perfect for me. <laughs> maybe I'll relate. <laughs>
0: So what what do you think? I, I think either Get Out, The Shining, or Rosemary's Baby. I think those are good. Choices. I
1: do want to see The Shining. movies. I want to see The Shining, but I, because that's Shelley Duvall, writes The Hotel.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I love Shelley I Duvall. You
0: haven't seen The Shining? That's wild.
1: Um, I feel like I would like to see The Shining. Is that my option?
0: Yeah, you can. That's a that's an option. You can. That's limit. on the list. You can do that. I'll allow it.
1: Sure, I'll watch The Shining.
0: All right. That. <laughs> <this is really laughs> do I
1: have to watch it before <laughs> the next one?
0: Yeah, but who knows when that's going to be? <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're all over the place out here. I'll give you lots of fair warning. Okay. Good. Yeah. Well. Uh, We'll circle back in a little bit to talk uh, *The Shining* and uh, Lauren's idea, or maybe it was my idea—I can't remember—which was movies that were just a little teaser for the next one. Uh, okay. Movies that were ashamed we haven't seen. <laughs> which is- Yes, uh, we needed to do it uh, quickly because
1: I was slowly getting through that list. So I was like, "We need to get oh, on." You're this knocking them I... off the list. I've seen like two, so I'm—it's a—it's a, it's what a were long they? list. Well, one of them was Safety Last. Oh, okay. I guess that's not that embarrassing that I haven't seen, but just more black and white uh, movies. Um, I've also seen... I've seen Citizen Kane, Hmm. which was like my number one before this. Yeah. I have a huge list. How many movies? How many movies are on this list? Um, There's 25 movies on this list that are like... (laughs) humiliating that i haven't seen but there's definitely like a top five for sure
0: right on well, well we'll we'll get back uh at some point and uh and get that going that'll that'll be a fun one it will be all right, all right so that's uh that's it we'll we'll sign off here make sure to uh as always check out uh instagram i'll be i'll be bringing that back and posting memes on there again it's been a while but uh <laughs> i'll get back to it and uh i'll put our uh our letterbox in the in the description as always that's that's really where where you got to go to to see lauren given mid-tier animated movies 4.5 stars and, i'm very generous uh, <laughs> and um, what was that what was that yeah. movie about benedict benedict Cumberbatch, and he gave one star the power of the dog <laughs> oh, <hate> that
1: movie. <laughs> don't bully me on letterbox please
0: <laughs> no uh go ahead and Uh, Bully Lauren and Letterboxd and that's the show we will see next time